Hi, welcome to episode 619 of the Fantastic Forecast. I'm Dave Elliott, and I don't trust anyone that drives a purple car. In every episode of the Fantastic Forecast, I'll be talking about a different issue of the Fantastic Four, starting with issue 1 and going all the way to issue 645. Today is Fantastic Four, volume 5, number 2, from May 2014. The Fall of the Fantastic Four, part 2, by writer James Robinson and artist Leonard Kirk. And so it's the fall of the Fantastic Four. I'm not sure if that title is referring to the storyline or the creative team on this book. An extra-dimensional portal has opened up and a shit ton of alien creatures have escaped and are causing all kinds of havoc and terrible stuff in New York City. And oh, the portal was in the Baxter Building. Once again, the FF seemed to put the city in danger more often than not. Reed and Sue are awoken by a screaming Franklin who's calling out for them. Ben and Johnny also arrive home, all, in, all to find that so far, the inside of the Baxter Building has been totally trashed. They find Franklin and the other kids being protected by Dragon Man safe and sound. You know, why attack the FF's children when there are millions of other children out there in New York City who are easier prey and tastier? And we see these monsters ain't playing around. They are straight up killing people. There's blood. It's carnage out there. Franklin seems particularly stunned as he reveals that the creatures came from his world. At first, I'm thinking it's the world that Franklin had in his closet during the Hickman run. But nope, it's another world he created. He reveals it was the universe that he created when he thought his family was dead. You know, the Volume 2 universe. The Heroes Reborn universe. Since the editors nowadays are too lazy to use footnotes, they have Franklin call it the universe where you and those other heroes were reborn. Yeah, just so we could get it. Yeah, we got it. Franklin says the universe has gotten sick and infested, and someone's let it out. So the FF break out the new Fantasticar. I guess Leonard Kirk didn't want to draw that flying bathtub, that bastard. Sue mentions that she's worried that Franklin might be in danger. You know, there's kids being murdered all over the city, no doubt, and her son is the one responsible. So they decide to show off this sleek new Fantasticar by showing it split off into four smaller flying ships. I don't know why Johnny needs a section. He goes off flying on his own power. Reed breaks out the binoculars and is shocked to see the alien creatures are attacking the entire island of Manhattan. The members of the Fantastic Four start fighting them off, but it's, it's a lot of creatures to fight. The first other hero to show up is the Wasp, who tells Reed that it's a hell of a party he's throwing, being rightfully snippy with Reed. Reed is defensive, and he says, Even though I know that's how it looks, that this swarm came from the Baxter building, the Fantastic Four aren't to blame. I'd love to know who it is, honestly. Oh yeah, I'm sure he does. It's kind of like OJ saying that he's looking for the real killer. Reed says that he's glad that the Avengers are there to help. She's like, Avengers? Every hero in New York City is helping out. 
she says. We see Giant Man, Captain America, Daredevil, Miss Marvel, Wolverine, Havoc, Power Man. And I'm sure every New York hero is out there. Except Moon Knight. Once again, Moon Knight gets the shaft. Still has not made an appearance here in the pages of Marvel's soon-to-be former flagship title. Wasp asks Reed if he has a plan. He says he has to capture one of those creatures and study it back in his lab. And then later, back in his lab, he's studying a creature and comparing the mindless rage of those creatures to the mindless, mysterious rampage of Fin Fang Foom last issue. Soon, Reed calls everyone up and tells the FF to meet up. He has the solution. So Reed holds up this lantern-like device. He says he's created a a cytotoxin that will interact with the creature's own genetic composition. If they spread the cytotoxin all over the city, it should neutralize the creatures. Oh, it's the old V red dust trick. Johnny takes it and he flies over the city. He opens up the device and he uses his flames to stimulate and expand the oxygen particles in the base code of the cytotoxin. And also, well, it does look cooler if Johnny makes a big ball of flame over the city. So he does this, and the uh, cytotoxin spreads all over Manhattan and starts to kill all the creatures. We get a glimpse of some of the other heroes in the fight. Hawkeye, Spider-Man, Rogue. In the explosion, Johnny gets knocked out, concussion number 534, and they have to catch him as he falls. And then when Johnny wakes up, he's kind of freaking out because his powers don't seem to work anymore. And so, is the Human Torch done forever? Well, he's using his powers on the cover of the next issue, even though it says, Is the Human Torch finished? In the next issue, we get a new look at the Frightful Four. And you gotta hand it to the wizard this time. He ain't screwing around. Plus, we finally check in on Valeria and Doctor Doom. Ugh, I was kind of hoping we wouldn't. And with that, we've got 16 more issues to go. If you have any questions about the Fantastic Four, about this podcast, or if you need relationship advice, you can email me at podcastff at gmail.com. Follow me on Twitter, Dave Elliott at PodcastFF. And you can download other episodes of iTunes and find them all at www.podcastff.podbean.com. So long, kids. This podcast is over. We go hide away in daylight We go undercover, wait up the sun Got a secret side in plain sight Where the streets are empty, that's where we